May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Hey everyone, I'm Joe Grapes. I'm one of the pastors here at Central City Church and I'm excited to have you join us for our daily readings. It is Thursday, April 2nd, and our daily reading today is 1 John 2, 1 through 11. So uh, 1 John chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. I'm going to read that for a second. First off, I want to just let you know and remind you, we are holding a 24-hour prayer vigil this Saturday going into Sunday morning. So starting Saturday at 10 a.m., and it's going to carry all the way to Sunday at 10 a.m., where we as a church gather online to worship. So we're going to start with this uh, uh, prayer visual on Saturday morning. We're going to carry it all the way through till we gather together, and we're just hoping that God does some amazing things. If you haven't signed up, I really encourage you to. We're going to be doing a couple of different things that I think you'll find very interesting. First off, we're putting together a little video, a little instructional video on how to create some sacred space in your home. Now, um, considering we haven't had a chance to gather in person, this might be something that's really, really important. Especially if we have to uh, not gather in person for a number more, a number of more weeks, uh, you might find this really meaningful. We're going to talk about, we're going to show you and give you some ideas on how to just create some space in your home where you can pray. So this is bigger than just this one-time 24-hour prayer visual. This might be a really useful tool for you and your family. Uh, we're also going to give you some prayers that you can pray, um, so you'll get a, a, a list of, of some ideas and topics. Once again, this is bigger than just the 24-hour prayer visual. This could be really useful uh, for the coming weeks. Um, some some scripture passages, some some topics, uh, some bullet points, you know, just a variety of tools that you can use to kind of fuel your prayer um, and encourage you to take all of our all of our burdens, all of our all of the things that are bothering us and give them over to God. So I hope you do that. And then also we get this fun little thing, but uh, if you engage in the 24-hour prayer vigil, um, and I'll just say, I'll give you those resources. You can have those resources whether you do the 24-hour prayer vigil or not. Just let me know. Joe at centralcity.co. We'll send it to you. Uh, but if you do sign up, um, we're doing a couple of creative things during that. Uh, we're going to do this little pre and post survey. Um, I won't say more than that, but but it's worth it's going to be worth your time. So I encourage you to go to centralcity.co slash prayer and uh, sign up. You can find the link on our website and a variety of other places, so I encourage you to do that. With that said, um, here is our daily reading, 1 John 2, 1 through 11. My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. But if anybody does sin, and we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the Righteous One. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for ours, but also for the sins of the whole world. We know that we have come to know Him if we keep His commands. Whoever says, I know Him, but does not do what He commands is a liar, and the truth is not in that person. But if anyone obeys His word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. Dear friends, I am not writing you a new command, but an old one, 
which you have had since the beginning. The old command is the message you have heard, yet I am writing you a new command. Its truth is seen in him and in you, because the darkness is passing and the true light is already shining. Anyone who claims to be in the light, but hates a brother or sister, is still in the darkness. Anyone who loves their brother or sister lives in the light, and there is nothing in them to make them stumble. But anyone who hates a brother or sister is in the darkness and walks around in the darkness. They do not know where they are going, because the darkness has blinded them. God, we give you thanks for the ways in which you speak for your word, for the truth and the challenge that it brings into our hearts. Shape us and mold us. Help us to be your people. In your name. Amen. There's so much uh, richness in this in this passage. Uh, it's hard to even know where to start. You know, he, he starts it out by saying, I'm writing this so you won't sin. Well, that's pretty bold. You know, here's the information you need to know in order not to sin. And he goes on at one point, he even says, anyone who claims to live in God must live as Jesus did. You know, the first time I read this, uh, I'm just now remembering, it, it, I, was, I was pretty young, and it, and it began to change for me the ways in which I read the Gospels. You know, we often read the Gospels as inspiration or a story about Jesus coming to save the world, but, but, but 1 John right here says something very, very profound. First off, he's saying this is how you don't sin, um, and, and so one might say that the way in which you don't sin is by you know, uh, 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 living as Jesus did. But even more so, as I look at the Gospels, as I spend time in the Gospels, I begin to realize that, that this isn't just a story to inspire or to educate. This is a model for life. That, that the way in which Jesus lived, we're, we're about to approach Holy Week. And Holy Week is the crux of our faith, where Jesus dies on the cross and rises again. And so many of us just, that's what we hold on to with the person of Jesus. But there's so much else that Jesus does. He doesn't just die and rise again. He washes his disciples' feet. He shares a meal with them. He, he heals the sick. He, he touches those who other people consider untouchable, the lepers. And he, he talks to those, the people who, who would never talk to people like women and prostitutes. I mean, Jesus goes into the lives and loves people wherever they are. And here in 1 John says, you want to claim you're a part of God? Well, you got to live as Jesus did. Simple as that. You can't be a follower of Jesus if you're not following Jesus. It's the most redundant thing I can say, but it's so true. You can't be a follower of Jesus if you're not living as Jesus did. And Jesus was all about loving his brothers and his sisters and the people in the margins. And he says, if you love your brother and your sister, then you're in the light. And there's nothing in you to make you stumble so much that makes us stumble, that makes us trip up as people, is found in the ways in which we fail to love other people. He says, but if you do hate your brother or sister, if you get, you know, if you do hold things against people and 
choose not to love other people, then you're already in the darkness and you're stumbling along in the darkness because the darkness has blinded you. So I guess there's a final conclusion here as this passage is wrapped up in in 1 John chapter 2. It's maybe simply this. If you feel as if you're stumbling in the darkness, well, is there people that you're failing to love? Have you fallen short? To live like Jesus. Love is like a light that shows us the way. Friends, thanks for joining us for our daily reading. You can find the readings and more by going to centralcity.co slash readings. Now, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all.